0: Hello and welcome to our North Church Parent Podcast. We are so glad that you have joined us today. My name is Christian Vales and I am our student pastor here at North Church. Our goal is to prepare you and equip you with resources for raising awesome godly kids. Whether they're newborns or off to college, we want to do our best to prepare you for the journey ahead. We hope and pray that these conversations will prepare you to be the parent that God created you to be. If there is any topic you would love for us to discuss, please email us at parents at that church. We would love to hear from you. Also, go ahead and subscribe to our channel wherever you're listening as we will continue to release more and more episodes. Once again, thank you so much for joining us. Let's jump into the conversation. Hello, North Church. Welcome to the North Church Parent Podcast. My name is Christian Velez. I'm the student pastor here, and I am—I have the honor to be with Donnie Vincuren. Now, Donnie, this is a different setting yes. because every time I see you, <laughs> I'm the one answering questions That's to right. you. So, uh, Donnie is Natalie and I, uh, marriage counselor, and we have had a relationship for the past. Three years yeah, uh, since we did premarriage counseling, canceling. And we're going to be talking about uh, a topic that is very relevant in today's uh, generation. But before, I want you guys to get to know a little bit more about Donnie. So Donnie, would you let us know a little bit about your family and what you do?
1: Okay. Well, as you know, I'm a marriage and family therapist. Yes. Um, got, I've got to meet a lot of people from North Church, including yourself. And I uh, love that. I've been doing that since about 2011. Prior to that, I was in the business world. Um, I worked for Loves for about 10 years, uh, traveled the country, worked a lot of business. So this is kind of my second career and just have a passion about it. So marriage and family and uh, see a lot of clients, individuals, married, -married, pre-married, blended families. Um, I also wrote a book on marriage back in 2012. Um, I speak. I'm on Channel 9 every other Friday and get to Mm -hmm. talk about relationships um, I also have started in, and run a nonprofit called peer 34. Not sure if you were aware of that. Um, and so I do that a couple times a month, I'm working on my nonprofit. Um, and so those are the things that I'm involved in. I'm married. I've been married for 29 years, met my wife, uh, at Oklahoma state and, uh, we met in college and I've been married for 29 years. I have two kids. Um, my son is 21 Christian is his name, good name and uh, a a senior at OSU uh, majoring in graphic design awesome and my daughter uh, Madison graduated in uh, last year in, well, in December and she is in Dallas right now she got a degree in psychology and uh, she's in Dallas just uh, really just kind of uh, living down there with some family and just enjoying that time before she makes her next step
0: that is so awesome now uh, we got Christian Millman he is in the control center and Christian what are we talking about today
1: Donnie, I'm so glad you're joining us today. I want to start off with a little icebreaker question for us, okay? I want to know, what is your biggest fear? I want us to start there, and then we'll jump more into the conversation. (laughs) Well, me and Christian were talking about this earlier, and he did remind me of something that freaks me out, and, 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 and actually what freaks me out is cats. Uh, I I don't understand cats. I, I'm, when I'm around cats, I, you know, they're not my big deal. I, not, not that I hate them. They just freak me out when they, when they look at me, I'm just not sure what they're thinking. And I, and I don't know that I trust them, but of course I've never been around them that much. So I think probably cats. For me, it's dogs. (laughs) Norchers, you know,
0: uh, that I'm afraid of dogs. Uh, I had a bad experience when I was a kid and I see little dogs and I, I just, I just get, Uncomfortable. They make me nervous. I experience anxiety when I'm around them. So for me, it's dogs. Christian, you have any uh, thing that freaks
1: you out? Actually, my biggest fear is spiders. So spiders freak me out. No matter the size, if they're big, if they're small, whatever it is, spiders are my biggest fear. Okay, hey, so if you haven't guessed already, uh, our conversation today is going to be about anxiety. And I'd love for you to break that down for us, maybe in the family dynamic or whatever it may be, Donnie. I'm going to let you and Christian take it from here. That's a big question, Christian. I mean, it's a good question because uh, everybody deals with mm-hmm. it. And I think we'd like to put it into a little box, but it's really hard to do. You know, anxiety is emotion um we we're, we're all uh have emotion we've been created by god in his image to have emotion and there's good anxiety and bad anxiety i mean when you really think about it when i'm anxious and I need to get up and go to work, that, that can be a good thing. Uh, good and healthy anxiety allows us to plug along. It allows us to be aware of danger. You know, our brain has that fight or flight, but our brain also says, listen, this is something I need to be aware of. This is something to be cautious about. And, and that's not a negative thing, and it's something that can be very healthy. When you cross the line to where it's unhealthy is where the Bible tells us to not be anxious. Um, mm. I found in my, in my sessions with really high-anxiety clients Um, I will sum it up as anxiety is looking forward. Mm -hmm. What if something happens? What if something doesn't happen? What if I don't get this job? What if I fail? And so there's a lot of what ifs. And so a lot of my therapy is focused on how do we live in the present? Because that does deal with a lot of anxiety. Now, don't miss the fact that some people are more prone biologically to have anxiety, and you know, medication is not something to run away with it when it's extreme. And so there's just so many facets to that, but I don't think we should uh, put it down as something that's always negative, but I also think we should understand that some of this is not trusting God and trusting that He's in control.
0: Thank you so much for 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 that. You know, the definitely. There's good anxiety and there is also bad anxiety. And now, I work with students and Christian work with uh, North kids here at North Church and, and the main reason why we're doing this podcast is because we want to help you. and want to give you resources, uh, parents, uh, to to be better parents, to help you uh, parent and 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 for you also to teach your kids to have a biblical uh, worldview. Now, I've really I was reading a. Uh, Article of uh, research, and it said that three, the uh, two out of three teenagers report high anxiety. Right. That three out of five report depression. Hmm. That three in four U.S. teenagers have feelings of loneliness, and all of this is causing uh, anxiety. Uh, how can parents? How can we identify anxiety in our kids, in our teens? in in, in children?
1: Right. Uh, Good question, plus probably extremely relevant. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know when that article was written, but I would tell you that whatever the number was before COVID has been maximized quite a bit. And I see a lot of adolescents, mm-hmm. I think you're aware of that, and anxiety and depression are, are really a, a core to what mm-hmm. they're dealing with. And so I think as a parent, what you wanna do is identify, first of all, the, the abnormal behaviors. If all of a sudden a child doesn't wanna go to school or um, is sleeping later than normal, um, or doesn't wanna go to sleep, or physically a lot more headaches or stomach aches, and the body is actually telling us that there's some anxiety issues. So things outside of the norm is the first thing I would look for. Um, I would look for hesitation to do things that are really normal or that they've always done. Um, So just look at, at that outside the Mm -hmm. norm, look at avoidance, Um, Look at maybe appetite suppressant. Maybe they're not eating or don't want to eat. So those are some things that I think are are really easy flags. Uh, Maybe they don't want to talk as much Mm -hmm. as normal. They don't want to talk to you or they seem to be hiding things. Now, I know parents out there are going, okay, that's almost every time I see my adolescent, they don't want to talk to me. (laughs) Or every time I see my adolescent, they're sleeping in. So remember, some of these things don't necessarily mean there's anxiety. So don't just be down your kid in about five minutes. But just remember that if it's outside the norm, just be aware. Of it that doesn't mean you necessarily have to act, but just look for more and more signs that maybe anxiety is something that's building and then try to figure out where that's coming from.
0: Good, good, thank you so much. So, how, how has um, screen time, mm-hmm. social media, right, built into this anxiety? And and also, uh, is there a, a good amount of time that kids or teenagers, and I don't know if this there is the right answer for this right, one, but right. if there's a A good amount of time healthy that they could spend with screen time and social media. But I've seen in teenagers that social media has played a huge role
1: in their anxiety. I think all of us can attest that if I sit and look at a screen all day, Mm -hmm. whether I'm an adult or a young person, I'm going to be a little more moody. Um, I'm a little more disciplined, less disciplined about dealing with my emotion. Mm -hmm. I may be a little crankier, a little shorter. uh, Because when we're watching TV, we're kind of shutting down. Mm -hmm. We're not thinking about anybody but ourselves. We're just kind of feeding ourselves. Whether it's positive or negative, we're just feeding ourselves. And in itself, it's not necessarily a negative thing. But I do believe that the more we're in screen time and the less balanced we are, we go back to that mm-hmm. word, uh, the more that can be prone to depression, anxiety, uh, outburst, anger, conflict. Mm. Now balance is the key that I want parents to focus on. I don't think I could tell you that your kids should be on it two hours or four hours or whatever the case is, but balance is what we wanna teach our kids. And so we teach them, hey, There's a time for video games, knock yourself out, enjoy it. There's a time for movies, but there's also time to be outside. There's Mm -hmm. a time to do chores. There's a time to be by yourself. And what you want to try to communicate and teach is balance because balance Mm -hmm. is something that that will be with them the rest of their lives. It's supposed to, it allows us to be healthy, be the best we can be. Mm -hmm. So I'm always focused on balance. I don't think it's so much a matter of this time and be really rigid with that, but make sure your young person has balance. If a kid's on video time you know five hours one day but he goes out and plays a ball game or is with his friends outside for five hours I don't know that I'm really sweating that that much good that is
0: good now, I like it that you talked about balance uh because he said there's there's not a the right amount of time but if they're doing all of these things it's going to help them one of the things I've noticed a lot is with with social anxiety because I feel like a lot of the times kids are spending way too much time doing things on their own, like playing video games right. on their phones, uh, but, but they're not spending time with people, playing right. outside. And, I, and I, I'm a huge believer
1: that kids and students, they need community. And let me add to that. I think some of the anxiety we're seeing with older kids, high school and college, is that anxiety in the social side. Mm. And that's because of a lack of skill. Um, If I'm not building social relationships, if I'm not dealing with awkwardness or dealing with relationships, then as I get older, I I don't know how Mm -hmm. to have a friendship. I don't know how to build those. Mm -hmm. And so there's a deficiency, which is causing some of that anxiety you're talking Mm -hmm. about. So I agree.
0: Yeah. So I I am not a parent, as you guys already know. uh, But I've been working with students for the past 11 years. And one of the things that I've heard parents said hundreds and hundreds of times. So why they don't come on a Wednesday night or why they don't go to camp or retreat? And they always say, well, they just don't know anyone. It makes them nervous and they feel awkward. And I feel like students and kids, they need to feel that tension. They need to learn how to, how am I going to overcome this? And I feel like a lot of times parents are trying to protect their kids so much. They say, well, don't go. It's okay to stay home. And because of that, they spend Way more time on social media, way more time right. on the, um, playing video games. How, could, how can parents uh, monitor, and you touched on it a little bit on the already on that, but their screen time. And how can they help their kids right. understand too much of this is not good for you?
1: Yeah. And and I don't know, some kids are not going to ever understand that. They're going to just have a problem with it. And so the best thing you can do is help them understand the value of balance. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably being very clear that you struggle with balance as a parent. It's okay to be real with your kids and say, hey, I know that when I focus on one thing only, I'm not at the level I need to be as a husband or a father or a dad or et cetera. Um, And then at the same time, set those standards Mm -hmm. and let them just adjust to it. Let them, because sometimes we're trying to get them to approve it. We're getting, trying to get them to be okay with it. And parents, if you're anxious, your kids are going to be anxious. Yes. If you're worried about how they're going to handle peer pressure, they're going to feed off that and they're going to be worried. So Mm -hmm. you have to be comfortable and trust that, hey, they're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And, And trust me, they will. And so when you say, hey, you've got to be a part of this, if you don't understand, you will someday, you just got to trust me. And sometimes you just got to go forward without really convincing them. But I think a good way of just helping them understand is just help them understand that balance is important. Um, Maybe even show them real life examples. Mm -hmm. Like I would imagine some of the video games, this is where I would talk to some of my kids in video games. Some of the video games, there's several skills involved. Okay. And these kids probably want to be good at all the skills. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, would you be successful in that game if you were just good at one skill? Well, they'll probably say, no, 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 I want to have this weapon and this thing and this thing. Well, guess what? They want to be balanced in that game to be mm-hmm. successful. That's not unlike life. And that's probably a verbiage that you could talk to them about mm-hmm. and they would understand.
0: That is so good. That is so, so good. You know, I, I, I believe Donnie a lot that, um, one of the best ways that we can lead this generation is through coaching, through mm-hmm. coaching, them and coming alongside them, not just telling them, hey, this is wrong, but right. exp- helping them understand why this might be wrong in their life and also challenge them into uh, being community. I have seen so many students that they come in on Wednesday nights and they just... They come because the parents drop them off yeah. and they are, you know, hiding behind the pillars. And here at North Students, you know, the main goal of every night, it's, it's to build relationships and to Good. build community. We, we do our best to make those, to make kids uh, feel welcome and feel like they are part of it because we understand the kind of anxiety that they are uh, dealing with. So what are some practical ways that parents can uh, teach or do with their kids when they have spot? that their kids are struggling with anxiety, that right. they are depressed? What are some things they can do?
1: Yeah, and I, and I like the, the focus there that you started with was relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, probably back in the 70s, James Dobson said, rules without relationships leads to rebellion in mm-hmm. parenting. And, and I think you've got to find that balance between rules and relationships. And relationships means I'm going to be in your business, mm-hmm. not as a parent, but as a friend and as a peer. Yep. Um, I know ever since my son was three years old, I have breakfast with him once a month at a spot that we never take my daughter. And that's our spot. So here he is 21 and we still go to that place. Not every month, but we still go. And he remembers going there when we were three. And we've had those conversations where at a three-year-old, you know, what do you talk about? And at a 16-year-old, what do you talk about? It was all about what he wanted to talk about because I wanted to get at his level. Parents, if you want your kids to listen, they have to feel like first you're at their level Mm -hmm. and you got to get into their business. And I know it's scary, but you got to get into their business and let them know, hey, I care about your business, even though I don't understand it, or I care about Mm -hmm. your world, even though I think it's frivolous or disagree with it. But you First, got to meet them where they're at. Mm -hmm. And if you can meet them there, then you now have a chance to influence them and to give them advice. But you've got to enter their world. And so sometimes that's time, listening, not time on the phone. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you've got to be there in there, you know, listening to them, talking to them, get eye contact, et cetera. They know when you're faking, guys. They know when it's not consistent. If you all of a sudden go see a therapist and then they go, oh, yeah, for the next two weeks you've been in my business and now you stopped. Well, they know when it's legit and you really like Mm -hmm. them. Uh, Here's something that, that I would ask you. Your kids know you love them. Do they know you like them? And that's what I mean by being a part of their world. They feel like you like them, and then they open up doors for you.
0: That is so good. That is so, so good. You know, uh, when you're saying that, it just makes me think even my relationship with my wife. Because there are times <laughs> that, that I'm there, but I'm not really yes. fully pressing with right. her. And you're like, she knows that I love her. <laughs> and that, that, that was that kind of like challenged me. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Because right. that's what we want. It's not only teenagers, it's not only kids. It's right. like it's it's human nature. We we want the that relationship with with people. Donnie in in America, mm-hmm. in the world, there's this stigma about seeing a professional counselor, a professional help. Can you speak on that and and, and encourage uh, our parents and whoever is watching uh the importance of seeing a professional counselor me and my wife we go to you every right. quarter right. and it's something that we've been doing since before we got married and yeah. we would do the rest of our life um and can you speak on that so parents can understand hey
1: not because you go to our counselor it doesn't mean you're crazy right right you know and I'll be transparent before I went into counseling I probably agreed that same thing is going to counselor you're sick you're you're you know something's really wrong with you but um, I think what you'll find is some of the most professional athletes the most successful uh, people in the world uh, big business people that um, I know come and see me and just really successful people they see it as a coach they see it as someone that can continue to help them be better mm-hmm. a lot of people say I've got to go there to get fixed and I, I understand the mentality I think historically that's been the mentality mm-hmm. but I think if you say how can this person make me better better husband better father better at my at job better at my occupa- uh, sports I mean I have professional athletes that come and see me because they want to get better and so what what I want to emphasize is if you can look at it from a proactive place and say this person's gonna make me better um, and understand there's not a stigma anymore it's going away I, I think in Oklahoma we're a little behind but I know in the East Coast and West Coast people were very proud to have the best therapist hey mm-hmm. this is my therapist I can call him anytime this this is the best one and they, it's a sense of pride whereas here we're still kind of working towards not feeling like that means something's wrong with me and I think we're getting a lot farther along but I would encourage you just to have that open mind and come in from a proactive place of how can this person help me be better not necessarily what's wrong with me
0: that is so good you know I it, me and my wife we have a lot of friends we're in, in a group and something I always still uh, people it's like uh, teenage not teenagers sorry our residents that are getting some of them are getting married I tell them all the time if you cannot afford <laughs> canceling you cannot afford to get married <laughs> you know and we tell everyone you know if you are not if you're married and you're canceling we always because we have seen the benefit to our mm-hmm. relationship sure. going and see you going and seeing a counselor how much that
1: has helped us in our in our communication Well and I tell you there, there is so many options for mm-hmm. different levels of income yeah i mean there is a lot of counseling options at different levels there's a lot of services out there so i would tell you yes you you want to you want to make sure you're investing mm-hmm. financially and and giving that to get something back but i also tell you that that one size doesn't fit all mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of great counselors out there for different purposes and different connections whether that's a woman a man whether that's a different financial mm-hmm. rates but i would just tell you that um don't don't feel like it's a one size fits all
0: that's good where can they find you and and where you work because that you're not the only counselor in there there right. about 10 of them
1: are over yes. there can you let us let us our listeners uh know where can they go yeah in 2015 i started a practice called new path
0: mm-hmm. and new
1: path is really christian counselors uh, we've got about 10 right now mm-hmm. um and they they're all facets i mean we have addiction uh, women men uh neurofeedback just some really great stuff so if you go to new path okay com. That's our website. You'll have pictures and bios of every therapist. You'll also have a phone number that you can call to connect to a specific therapist or let someone help you find the right one for you. And that's, that's the easiest place to go. And matter of fact, we're going to be real good that if somehow we don't help get you where you want to go, we'll find that place. That's so awesome. Thank you so much. You got it. Hey, Donnie,
0: thank you so much for the conversation and for all the, the, the wisdom on this topic that is so relevant, that it's attacking. I tell our students often, the enemy is using anxiety to cripple you, right. to stop what
1: God has created you to be. Dude, it was, it was a pleasure and an honor. I love North Church. You guys are like family. So yes. uh, just thank you for asking me.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for being here. Hey, North Church, thank you so much for joining us for another episode. We will be going like every month with a new topic that we want to help you parents. We want to partner with you here at North Church. Thank you so much for joining us.